Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author, Alfred Edmund Jr. And your co-host, life coach and author, D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. Welcome to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. here with my radio partner, D.C. Marshall. And today we're talking about what should you know about investing in the stock market. And so we want you to stay tuned because you really can't build wealth without having some type of exposure in the stock market. So it's right in the pocket of living an abundant life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I am D.C. Marshall. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And on today's show, we're talking about investing. We're always talking about wealth. But uh, for this show, we're talking about uh, investing in the stock market as a way to create wealth. So the question is, what should you know about investing in the stock market? In fact, if you listen to, um, well, if you follow all of the shows, you know that we're always talking about investing. We're talking about real estate. And so um, stock market is, is our topic. And the question is, is it really possible to create wealth through investing in the stock market? Sidebar. A lot of us know that one major wealth creation tool is real estate, right, Alfred? Yes. Um, and so how might that but be different or how about you set this up, this uh, investing in the stock market different from the real estate? Um, well, well, check tool. this out. So, um, and this is a topic, many of you know I teach a, a monthly destination um, success masterclass and what we talk about is entrepreneurship and wealth creation. And so this conversation is right in the pocket. Um, if, you, if you're in the Newark metro area, Newark, New Jersey, <laughs> New York metro area, and you go to grownzone.com forward slash success series, you can come to my class. Um, but here's the clip. When you ask the question, is it really possible to create wealth through investing in the stock market? And then you also juxtapose that with investing in real estate. First of all, you can't really build wealth without some exposure in the stock market. And you really need to have access to real estate. So it's not an either or proposition. It's a both proposition. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the last um, a great recession and the wealth that was lost, and then you look at the recovery and you see that um, African-Americans did not benefit from the recovery to the degree that white Americans and others did. The big difference is blacks have lower levels of exposure in the stock market. And black people have lower levels of home ownership and real estate home ownership, real estate ownership. So, again, the two areas that drove the economic recovery were the two areas that disproportionately African-Americans are underexposed. Okay, but why? Can we stop right there? And why why is that? Well, in the case of the stock market, I'll I'll defer to you on the the case of, well, I got my opinions about real estate, too, but I'll talk about the stock market. For many, many good reasons, we have an inherent distrust of the stock market. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you look at black business history, you look at black history in general, you look at, um, again, the PBS documentary, Boss, the Black Experience in Business, black people over the years have a justifiable (laughs) fear of putting my money over there with them people because they may not protect my interests. They may take my money. They may steal my money. So there's some cultural barriers 
that we, we we've, we've overcome in a lot of ways from generation to generation, but that's still there that makes us skittish mm-hmm. about investing in the stock market. And then when we do invest because of that same degree of fear and skittishness, we tend to do what we shouldn't do. And we'll get deeper into the show. When the stock market is dropping, we start selling when that's really the time to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when the stock market is going up, we think that's the time to buy because it makes us feel secure. But we end up paying more than we could sell it for. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, so, but, so there's some cultural issues around us, especially with older generations, being comfortable with this idea that I'm going to put this money in this you know, kind of intangible place and just let it sit there and hope that it grows and, and appreciates and compounds it um, and, uh, in terms of paying dividends, et cetera. And, and, but the truth is, without long-term exposure to the stock market, and when I talk about long-term, we're talking about years and decades, not months. You're not talking about playing the stock market. Mm-hmm. You cannot really build significant wealth because the stock market is the closest tie to the growth of the American and global economy, and you got to be invested in that economy to enjoy that growth. So you mean to tell me, and I want you to answer this when we come back from the break, you mean to tell me there's, we can't point to anybody who has built generational wealth excluding investing in the market? Can you answer that when we come back from the break? Yeah. All right, everybody, listen. He's going to answer when we come back. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, and we're social. Catch us at Be Lifted Up Radio or BeLiftedUpRadio.com. And we're back. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I am D.C. Marshall. He I is Alfred Edmund Jr. And online, we are at Be Lifted Up Radio. It's letter B, Lifted Up Radio. Before we went to the break, um, I love this because sometimes, a lot of times I get to ask Alfred questions because um, a lot of the conversation, uh, he has a, a expertise or a specific insight. So before we went to the break, I asked the question, do you know, is there, is there, is there anybody who has created wealth without the market, multi-generational wealth without investing in the stock market? And the answer is no. You don't know anybody? There is nobody who's created multi-generational wealth, generation over generation. We're talking about, you know the names, Rockefeller wealth, Ford wealth. That kind of wealth uh-huh. without exposure in the stock market. Now, let me okay. make it very, very clear, and it kind of ties to, your, to, to the question you, you asked in the earlier segment. There is no one investment vehicle or one type of asset that's the cure-all. In other words, it's not put all your money in the stock market. It's not put all your money in real estate. It's not to put all your money in Bitcoin. It's not put all your money in gold. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the goal is to have a diversification of investments across the board because at any given point in time um, in the economy and in one of our other shows we talk about economic cycles in different economic cycles different types of wealth do better than others but in terms of long term wealth growth from for a lifetime and multiple generations there's nothing that performs better over time than exposure in the stock market to the degree that you're diversified across a variety of type of stocks. You can't just put it all in one kind of stock. It can't be all 
tech stocks or all energy stocks or all auto stocks. The goal is to have a diversified portfolio so that when one part of the economy is underperforming, another part of the economy is performing better. And over time, you can ride out the ups and downs that scare people and make them want to jump out of the stock market when there's a, a, a contraction or a recession. I got you. And, and it's believable with the exception of this one thing that I think we should talk about when we come back from the break. And that is, but it depends on the definition of wealth, right? And so when we come back, because the question on the table is, can you create wealth without being exposed or having exposure to the markets? It depends on what your definition of wealth is. So follow us online. Answer the question online at Be Lifted Up Radio. I'm Dee Marshall. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. It's Be Lifted Up Radio, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. And we're back, everybody. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm going to go back to Alfred because we're having a really juicy... Um, Dia's been helpful. testing me all show. That's no, it's good. It's good. I'm not complaining. Uh, no, we love it. I'm but you know what? Saying. I'm going to throw this in, um, everybody, because this is a show about faith and finances. Yes. And we speak, when we speak about living an abundant life, we are very much um, believers and we are guided by the word of the Lord. And in John 10, 10, the B clause, um, the word says, I've come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And so we believe in um, an abundant life and not necessarily um, limited to financial wealth, but just um, wealth and abundance in all aspects of our lives. And so I'll leave you, I'll give you this, and then I'm going to hand this over to Alfred. Um, This is how amazing God is and his intention for us to live an abundant life. The word of the Lord says, um, God gives us the ability to create wealth. Yes. And, and because he gives us the ability and he doesn't give us wealth, he gives us the ability. And so part of this conversation, what you learn here on the show is about, um, us, uh, getting or, or I will say being equipped with the information that we can use to, to be to activate and be financially responsible and to be ambassadors for Christ. Come on, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. All right, sis. Okay, so let's come back to you. So we talk. You asked the question about you know it depends on what wealth you know the different forms of wealth what wealth means to you. Uh huh. There are different kinds of wealth. So I, I, I want to say that wealth can be time. Wealth is your health, and that's you know, I'm very passionate about health and fitness. Um, you know, wealth could be your relationships and, and the abundance and the happiness of your relationships. Wealth is certainly having a strong relationship with God and being being at peace and feeling connected to the power and the love that God is. But what we're talking about here is financial wealth, and financial wealth is one thing. But the definition, but then we could break down even financial wealth still measured the same way no matter how you break it down. There are different types of assets. And this it's important to get this right because we live in a popular culture. And again, this is one of the things I teach on in my master's class, um, uh, my Destination Success master class, is that we've been taught that so many different things are wealth that we don't know how wealth is really measured. We're taught that a big salary is wealth. We're taught that a big car is wealth. We're, talk, we're taught that if I can um, um, get my hair and nails done 
every month. That's wealth. If I live in the right Lies. neighborhood, that's wealth. If Lies. I have jewelry, that's wealth. Like, you know, and what I'm saying, those are the, some of the things that money can buy. But wealth accumulation, especially multi-generational, is the accumulation of assets. Um, and your net worth being in positive as opposed to in the negative is how you measure wealth. So it's important to understand that when you're talking about forms of wealth, they, wealth comes in many forms, but financial wealth is still assets minus liability. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. Welcome back to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. And we're talking about investing in the stock market. Should you? Yes. How much varies from person to person, depending on who you are. Uh, People should have different um, portfolios and profiles based on their own goals and situations. But you should have some exposure to the stock market. And by the way, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to go out and buy stocks. Um, The first and most important exposure to the stock market should probably be your retirement fund. Which would be, which would automatically should have a mix of different types of stock and bond investments. Again, diversified to you know, to, you know, to minimize risk. And I want to talk about risk. So risk is a way to to measure and to categorize different types of financial vehicles. The least riskiest thing you can have is cash. The problem with that is that you make the least amount of money off of cash. So when you go for security, absolute security. You know, having your your money in your mattress, yeah, the money's there, but it can't work for you and it can't make any money for you. On the other end of the spectrum is something very high risk that the average person, 99% of us will never have any money in. And that's something called derivatives. Derivatives are extremely risky, but if you know what you're doing, you can make a lot of money. Some of the wealthiest people in the world, certainly in the financial services industry, are people who know how to play in the derivatives market. Uh, but that may be 2% of the population that has the money to play that game and can afford to lose that much money and actually kind of knows what they're doing and can get away with it. In between, you have low risk. You know, it's not no risk like cash, but low risk bonds, fixed income securities, because bonds pay a guaranteed rate of return. Bond is like you're loaning your money out and you're going to get it paid back at some future date at a guaranteed rate. So it's very safe. But again, you can make so much money off of a bond. Medium risk, managed funds, mutual funds, unit trusts. The vast majority of us as average Americans should have those um, vehicles because they spread risk, but you can make some money off of them. Higher risk is buying individual stocks. Again, that's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we, we talked about it on other shows. That's a good thing to buy it for your kids. Just buy them a couple of shares you, so they can understand and pay attention to Nike or, or Disney or whatever that stock is that they love. It's a great educational tool. But buying individual stocks is risky because you're putting a, kind of all your money on one horse. Whereas with a mutual fund, you're spreading out that risk across a bunch of horses. Sidebar. Yes. Did I ever tell you, all? do you all know the Jesse Jackson story and how it is that I think a couple years ago he was able to, I don't know, get some amass some millions or billions for Rainbow Push. Do you, do you know this story? I don't think I do. He owns, he goes to all of the shareholder meetings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he purchased Purchase. one share yes. of every company, like every major company. And I was fascinated by this. In fact, my one biggest takeaway from the Reverend Jesse Jackson is his ability 
to infiltrate, I think to some extent, major brands and major corporations. And that was he buys one single stock, or he did, and he's yeah, owned because for if many, you, if you have a sh- many years. If you have a share, you you're a shareholder, and you go meeting. to shareholder meetings. And so, yeah. and which which I do. In fact, my I, next meeting is Nike, but it's coming up. It's in September. I think I'm at CBC, and I'm really, I was really upset that I would miss the meeting. But I too. So I'm going to pick this up from here and just but say this. Just so, say one thing before you pick it up. I just want to say. What Jesse Jackson did by doing that is basically create a mutual fund. Because mm-hmm. if he had stocks across a variety of companies, yep. and that way if some of those companies do well and the other ones don't, it doesn't matter. Yep. The risk cancels each other out. Yep. So that's a higher risk, um, it's a medium risk investment that he kind of did on his own to have access to shareholder meetings. But he basically created his own mutual fund um, and, and has built wealth as a result. Yep. So here's what I would say, everybody, for, for basic and then advanced. For basic, um, I think you should not just have, you should have a financial professional, and I know several. And then you should also purchase, I would say, purchase stock individually as a as a learning opportunity. Yes. Because you'll, you'll then wind up watching what you own. And I always suggest you buy everything that you touch. So Facebook, if you touch Facebook, if you touch Google, um, you shop at the Walmart, you shop at the Target. I own everything that I touch, or at least one share, in addition to financial professionals. So I know yummy, amazing people. Um, Shirley Ann uh, Robertson, a lot of you all know her. She's an amazing financial She's going to be speaking at Blackman Excel this year. Um, she was at mm-hmm. my event last yep. uh, last week, um, Tuesday. Alan Boomer, he's a hometown hero. He's a good friend. Momentum Advisors um, and Tiffany um, Tiffany Hawkins, they're really super sharp. So uh, high. Jacket so, Timmons of Sterling Financial Management. Yep. yep. So I want you to know how we round out all of this conversation. Don't be, don't get overwhelmed. Become overwhelmed. Hire a financial professional, and it doesn't cost you anything to talk to them. So stay right there. We will be right back. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Let me tell you something. It's Be Lifted Up, and we're social. Catch us at Be Lifted Up Radio or BeLiftedUpRadio.com. All right, everybody, we're back. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm D.C. Marshall, and he is... Alfred Edmund Jr. And, of course, we've been talking about investing and why it is that you should invest in the stock market. Alfred said you all are shady. When did I say that? I'm joking. I wanted to see if you were paying attention. <laughs> well, no. he said, basically, we don't trust the other folks. And so, so well, that's listen. why we're not. What we want to do, and you said it, <laughs> educate yourself. Just start with educating yourself. Yep, yep, buy yep. a couple of shares. Don't put all your money in the stock market. But buy it enough to follow the markets, educate yourself, and then understand that you need to have some exposure if you're going to build multi-generational wealth. You've been listening to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Thanks for listening. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life.